Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. In today's episode, it's all about things creative. And we would love to share our stories and the relationship that we have with creativity. As you know, both Sam and I are quite creative. And Sam is a master of poetry and she's so talented. Besides poetry, she also does play the guitar and she sings in a choir. And I'm very curious, Sam, what inspires you to be so creative? Oh, you make me sound very grand with that description, McGenna. And thank you. Yeah, creativity is like the air I breathe, really. To answer that question, I think I have to really go back to quite a life-changing moment for me in December 2015, which is when I lost my father to pancreatic cancer. He was 67. He didn't smoke. He hardly drank any alcohol. He was a joyful, lovely man that just lit up a room. Yeah, we lost him. And quite frankly, I was devastated. It felt like my world had just kind of caved in. And I was dealing with all of that from here, living abroad in Switzerland. And it just felt like so much stuff to process. And so I remember back in the day I was teaching full time and I had to, after my dad's funeral, just really get straight back into work. And I remember walking to work and it was dark, it was cold, it was winter. And I just was so kind of overcome by these grief feelings. And I thought, what do I do with this? Where can this go? Because how do I get through my day feeling all of this stuff and function? To answer your question, this really for me was the starting point of where my deepened and vital connection with creativity came. As it was almost like I had a bit of a light bulb moment where it came in my ear, this message, write it, write it down. And so there I was typing all this stuff that was coming to me into the notes section of my phone. And bizarrely, it was coming in poetry, rhyming poetry, actually. Often this journey of 55 minutes walking from home to school where I was working was this really intensely creative outpouring of feelings and thoughts and reflections and experiences through words. I am so grateful that at that time when I needed something the most to help me get through, creativity kind of came to me and I started writing. There's a lot of story around that, but just to say that, yeah, that was the starting point. And I kind of knew on that very day when I first had that, I guess, intuitive sense of what I needed to do, that that had to be an integrated part of my existence. And since then, I have written poetry every single day without fail. Whatever goes on in my life, I am going to be writing a poem that day. <laughs> Even on retreat when we were there in the Masia in Spain, and it was crazy busy days with morning to evening activities, I was writing still. I found a gap and I needed to. And so you asked me what inspires you to write. What inspires me to write is 
that moment that called me to, of course, this amazing memory of a man who has been my living example ever since of what it is to be a really wonderful person in this life. It's such a touching story and I get really touched and emotional when I hear it because I think we share the same start with creativity. For me, it, it's also the same story when creativity actually came to me and it was my channel of expression and grief. It was also when my dad passed away and that is in 2004. I had a period of being alone, like when I simply didn't see anyone, was just at home and I started painting out of the blue. I've never painted before. And it's so crazy how it came. I don't even know how it came. I just went to the shop and asked the shopkeeper, like, what do I do with this? What do I mix? How do I mix the colors? And then I just closed myself at home. And it helped me so much to get through that grief, being with it, painting, crying, talking to family, because at that time, my family was in Greece as well. In a way, I went through it by myself. And also I had friends around coming and, and seeing and visiting. And I also took time off from work. But painting and being creative was one of my channels to channel grief. And it really helped. You're moving me so much here. Like I have goosebumps all down my legs and on my back as I hear your story. And just how similar our journeys have been through loss into creativity. Yeah, indeed. And it has changed because it started with painting and then I did a lot of painting during that period. Like my family, everyone, all their walls are with my painting. I've always been very manual, wanting to do things with my hands. Yeah, I'm seeing you like moving your hands as you say that there. They want to move. <laughs> exactly. So that's where my creation comes forth. I started doing jewelry. And that also, it's because I'm also a very curious person. I started watching some videos and because I love jewelry, I love wearing them. I love seeing them on, and I think it's such a beautiful accessory that I was just curious, how do you do this? So I started making and watching YouTube videos, buying all the materials, basically just starting. And I started making so many <laughs> that I was giving them away. Then I started as well selling them. I love the way that it starts with something small and then it just keeps growing and growing. And then it's almost like it has spin-offs. It's like this creativity thing is, I don't know, something that continues to expand in your life. It does indeed. It does. And that's what I love about it because I feel creativity is like a muscle that you really need to use it for it to come more and more. What I love about being creative is very much being with myself, it's my meditation. It's my, as I said again, channel of expression. It feels like my inner soul wanting to come out and be tangible into something creative and fun and beautiful. It's like your spirit gets expression. Exactly. It does. And I love it because it is that moment of connection with that creative part of me and the expression of that through material stuff, through creation, through something coming out, an expression of that part of me. So how is it for you to write poetry? It's this amazing cathartic process where a little bit like what you're speaking to there, stuff's going on in my inner world, in my heart, in my emotions, in my body, in my sensing. And it's speaking to me. And in being creative with it, so mainly for me via writing, it gets to go somewhere and it gets to turn into something new. 
And actually for me, creativity is that. It's that hope that there is always something new because it's always coming. So I feel such joy in that. I know that whatever I'm experiencing in my life, whether it be grief or happiness or love or anger, you know, I've written about so many themes. I know that it can become something new in creating from it. I just love the almost childlike pleasure that comes in seeing what that new is. And actually on occasion, I don't know whether you have this with your jewelry or with any of your other creative ventures, I like really get sort of like big time into a poem or a piece of writing. And then I put it down and I come back to it and I read it and I think, where the hell did that come from? It's like I almost channeled something that needed to come in me and then out. And then I get to see it almost from a slightly objective viewpoint. It's totally right. For me, I can feel when there is a blockage in my creativity. When I put all this pressure to myself, it's like, I need to create something beautiful that has not been created before, that it's totally unique. I know because I put this much pressure and I'm not in that flow of creation that it stops. It's very much when there is that pressure of producing, and I'm putting air quotes here, creating something unique. And I feel that's where, for me at least, the blockage comes. I love what you're saying here. And I love what you're actually clarifying about some of the pressure around the word unique. Because thinking of our um, listeners and our desire really to connect women to their uniquely expressed selves, what's coming to me there is that whoever we are, whatever we're doing, we are unique by definition, actually. We don't need to try. And some of the struggles come when we try at something. But actually, whatever place we're in, that is unique to us. That's what comes when you say that. That is true. I know that I do struggle with it because our job is also about creating content. It is about being creative as well. Even though it feels like there is nothing new to invent. That's how I feel. And at the same time, of course, there is a unique way of expressing it and connecting to people. When the blockage comes, it's very much when that pressure is like, I need to create something unique, even in content. Yeah, I hear you. I really do. And what's also coming is just this idea, actually, that creativity is this combination of taking old ideas, putting them together your way, and then the unique coming from there. I think we can give ourselves an easier time by realizing that, yes, we're not going to be reinventing the wheel completely. All we're doing is picking up on some things that are kind of attracting us and exciting us and really kind of coming into our radar. And then playing with them that kind of playfulness of oh yeah that's I'm really interested in that right now so maybe I just play around with that and see what new comes from that old idea somehow absolutely agree with that it's very much about our experience of it that's how I have made peace with that blockage what is my experience of it how am I living it and how am I communicating it to other people it's about my perspective it's my viewpoint my experience And that's how I see that expression of it. There's an ownership there, right? Absolutely. And I'm smiling so much because I just love this topic. And I feel like we could do like a three hour podcast on creativity. I'm sure there's going to be part two, three, and God knows how many others. It's an amazing topic. It is such a great topic. And I wanted to ask you, Megana, what do you feel currently most creative around in your life? That's a good question. I am doing jewelry again, which I'm loving. 
because as I said before, it's very much my time alone, my meditative time, my time in creative flow. I'm dancing. I don't know if that is an expression of creativity or not. It's just like my way of expression through body. I'm writing, but not writing as uh, poems as you. I'm, I'm more writing content <laughs> and making videos as well. It's a lot. It is You're a super lot. creative. It is a lot. And also what's interesting is that idea that we don't necessarily have to be productive to be creative. When I connect that to my own experience and I think of singing with the gospel choir, learning to play the guitar, I'm learning skills and expressing myself creatively. And for me, those are two really major ways of tapping into that joyful energy, actually. That's a very beautiful distinction. I mean, creativity does not have to do with productivity. Right. Because I think that's also my misinterpretation of creativity has been very much that. I link creativity with being productive. Something needs to come out of it, right? And I'm like, yeah, and I'm smiling because I'm wondering, right, that's where the pressure comes from, isn't it? It's when I I, I'm actually um, thinking up a poem as you're speaking because I'm thinking that rhymes great. You know, creativity, productivity, <laughs> liability, yes. ability. I mean, you know, don't get me started here. We won't yes. stop. You're the rhyme lady. <laughs> I would love to write rap, but I don't think I'm young enough or cool enough to do it. But I do love the rhyme thing. Rhyming words need to be heard. I know that I would challenge you on that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. You will rap it. I will. I will indeed. I love you sharing your story about how persistent and consistent you are into writing every single day. And I'm curious, how is that process? How do you get in that flow? How do you become so creative every single day? Is that easy? Yeah, you know, there is an element of it that is commitment, actually. Just committing in myself to creating something new every day, as I know the joy that that brings me and the connection that it brings me to myself. I feel like it's so tied with my life purpose that I'm almost betraying myself if I don't honor that daily commitment. So there's, it does start with commitment. I love the question. And as for the process, I, gosh, I really find this difficult to articulate, funnily enough, for a words person. It starts with a feeling. And the feeling might be a sensed feeling in my body. But it's something my body knows, or it's something my system knows and wants me to explore through words. And really, like, when I'm feeling my most flowing with the writing is when I start from that place and I just free write from there. I'd love to be able to say there was this step-by-step -step process that I go through in my mind, but honestly, my mind has very little to do with it. At times, I'm, of course, trying to find some good word choices or something that might rhyme and stuff like that. So that's a, a little more cerebral. But in general, it's something that is really just coming as a message I feel inside of myself, sensed, and then coming through words that I just kind of get out of me. <laughs> That's really my process. Yeah. What about yours, Magena? Besides going to mine, I want to acknowledge you for the consistent commitment that you create every day. That's beautiful. Thank That's you. That's very inspiring. Yeah, as you said that, I thought about, you know, relationship and commitment. And I realized through your acknowledgement that this is a hugely important relationship in my life that I have and that I treasure as a loyal person. I know I need to keep in really good contact with that. That's amazing. When it comes to my process, 
it's not something consistent. It's only when I feel now I need to create something. And then I simply sit down and sometimes I've also woken up in the middle of the night at three because an idea kept popping up and I needed to do it. And I remember at that time I was also working. Woke up at three, I did a necklace, I remember. And then I just went to work in the morning and I was dead, of course, during the whole day. It's just like, if there is an idea being created in my head, I need at some point to just sit and do it. I'm smiling now because like, I have exactly that same experience. I've been woken up in the middle of the night just to write a poem. Actually, a couple of months ago, I woke up at midnight. I just had this message that came and that I had to write down as a poem. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to get back to sleep until I'd done that. So there's definite, you know, this thing around getting into the zone and being called to get in the zone that happens a little bit beyond what we can really understand with our minds sometimes. Fully agree. So our lovely Untaming Femininity podcast listeners, we have discussed all things creative today, all things uniquely creative. We would love to hear your stories. How do you get creative? What connects you to your creativity? What does it mean to you? Really, we'd love to hear some of your thoughts, feelings and shares on that. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.